Audra McCarthy is the Chief Executive Officer at the Defence Teaming Centre here in Adelaide. Now, the Defence Teaming Centre was set up years ago to try and coordinate all of this uh, military work that's being done here in South Australia. So it's like a marriage broker, get, getting industries, people who can do this stuff uh, with the companies that need it to be done. Mm-hmm. Well, there's been this seismic shift in the last 24 hours from one of the biggest contractors, and that is the Naval Group. Audra McCarthy joins us now. Good morning, Audra. Good morning, David. How are you? Well, I think you might be on leave, but you're going to be really busy. <laughs> yes, I am on leave. I've got two days left, but I'm pretty sure my last two days are going to be scrapped. <laughs> okay, so what does this mean for providers who thought they were going to do business with the Naval Group? Look, it means uh, a significant amount of uncertainty. Um, One of the things we have with defence supply chains is a reluctance to get companies involved in the supply chain because we have long lead times, significant investment and a lot of uh, changes being made to configurations during the process, which deters a lot of companies to get involved. But those odd few companies who do still make the decision to invest to get involved in these supply chains are now being left in the lurch because we don't have the information we need at the moment to understand what is the future. There's sunk costs being made by significant amounts of businesses around Australia, not just Adelaide, who have invested to get involved in this program, committed to being involved in this program, and now uh, we don't know where they stand. Well, could they end up losing a whole lot of money, in which case, as Keith Souter said, it's going to be lawyers, uh, a lawyer's banquet. Well, the, the, the SMEs uh, will lose a lot of money, but the issue is those SMEs have been investing in themselves. So they've been investing in upgrading their capability, getting their workforce ready. Now, no one's been paying them for that. Those um, SME owners have been investing that out of their own capital. That, so that's, small, that's small to medium enterprises. That's what an SME is. That's correct. And so they don't have a contract in which they can go and draw against and uh, get damages for because we've had the government um, encouraging SMEs to get involved and start investing and getting their businesses ready. And the industry who have made that uh, decision to do that have made that investment pre-empting the opportunity to bid for and get involved in a major contract. Now, those contracts haven't been made available to to industry, and so you've seen significant private sector investment being made for which they won't be compensated for at this stage. And to be really clear, as Senator Rex Patrick pointed out to us, this is not just a case of, well, one sub is the other sub. It's a whole heap of different skills that are needed, different um, equipment, technology, everything. From a supply chain perspective, we don't know exactly what we're looking um, at because, like you say, it's a completely different technology. So we now have to, uh, we have a commitment that the government want to go through an 18-month consultation period to understand what that means. Uh, we, during that time, will have to understand what are the supply chain requirements. So the Defence Teaming Centre's role now is to understand what does that mean for the supply chain and what work do we now need to be doing with industry to meet these, if they are new standards required by this new arrangement. Um, there, there's 
uh, it's been confirmed to this program that the full cycle maintenance work for the Collins class will now be done in Adelaide. It's not going to go to Western Australia. Now, that that is going to be sold to South Australia as a as a huge win, understandably. But does it? Can we take it for granted that these small to medium enterprise businesses would be able to do that work? Or again, getting back to Ali's point, it's a completely different job. Well, the full cycle docking situation doesn't really change things for industry because industry are already involved in that supply chain. We have certainty with the full cycle docking requirements and the Collins Life of Type Extension programs. We know with those procurement timeframes, we know the levels of investments, when they're going to be made. So nothing really changes for our small to medium-sized enterprises. What we're talking about is the new programs mm. and there's uncertainty around the new programs for which industry were making pre-emptive investment decisions. So this is going to be a hit for, um, for our industry. But on the flip side, we're talking about a completely new technology for Australia. So we've never done anything like this before. We've seen the government make an investment um, or make a commitment to developing a sovereign industrial defence industry capability, yeah. focusing on design capability here in Australia. Now we're throwing into the mix completely new technology. Um, that does present new opportunities for industry and we need to wait and see what that's actually going to unfold. So it could be that there are opportunities still. Yeah, but if I had invested... I don't know, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars into my business here in Adelaide on the expectation and the encouragement of the government that there was going to be a naval group submarine coming online and then a bunch of public servants whose income is guaranteed, they then say to me, oh, but there'll be other opportunities. I might be just a little annoyed. I, and is your job, Audra McCarthy, because it's not your fault, is your job to, to basically... Um, coax them through the next few weeks and months to try and, and readjust or, or pivot their work to another company, another project. That's, that's correct. Um, we do need to fill that void because what we do know is we've now got a time delay. So it, what we do know is that the program will still be built here in Adelaide. So nothing's changed. Australia will still build its own submarines. So that remains and that means industry will still benefit. The issue is the delay that this is now creating. So how do industry fill that void and how do they get contracts to, to recover that investment that they've made to date because they've now mm -hmm. got an unexpected delay? Well, Audra McCarthy, did you have a great night last night? I mean, because, you know, the, 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 your leave's done, right? This is it. I hope well, you had a good last you know, night of holidays. <laughs> I did get a heads up on the announcement at 11 p.m. last night, so I actually haven't had much sleep. So oh, okay. well, well, <laughs> maybe um, that's today's job. Maybe. Well, at least um, good luck getting through the next couple of days of what was supposed to be your leave, but you are going to be very busy looking forward. And thank you for your time, Chief Executive Officer there at Defence Teaming Centre. We appreciate that. Um, we do have a statement just in from the Naval Group that says, the Naval Group takes note of the decision of the Australian authorities to acquire a fleet of nuclear submarines in collaboration